Okay, we're back. I think this is episode nine now. I've been like cranking these out like crazy. So I think this is nine. But either way, today I'm joined by Miriam. Miriam Sherubin. All right. Yeah. And, uh, she's a senior biology major who I've known for a while now. Um, she's going to be a future doctor, but we'll get into that a little bit later. So what's going on, Mary? How are you doing? I'm good, Aiden. How are you? Staying hydrated. <laughs> yeah, that's staying hydrated. I just got a new hydro flask. So yeah, okay, flex. I'm rich now. I'm like rich. So yeah, super rich. But you got AirPods in, so, you know. I do. <laughs> but uh, I guess we're both rich. Yeah, we're like, we're, we're flexing right now for yeah, everyone. Hardcore. Right now. Alrighty, Miriam, let's hop right into this. So you're a biology major, right? Mm-hmm. Where are you from? Aren't you Egyptian? <laughs> okay, great observation. <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's my heritage. My parents are both born in Egypt, so, but I was born here. Can you dance like an Egyptian? Sorry, what? Can you dance like an Egyptian? Aiden, <laughs> I was really hoping you weren't going to do that, and you did it, and you kind of disappointed me. I'm not no, going to no, It's think- okay. I had to do that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was it was an opportunity. You had to jump for it. I had to jump for it. All right, Maren. So I know you a little bit. Um, I don't know if you want to tell the audience a little bit what you're involved with around campus here. Sure. Um, so I'm a senior bio major, biochemistry minor. Um, things I'm involved with is the biology club. I'm the president of the biology club. Um, I tutor a bunch of classes, like bio, bio classes. And I'm actually a PLA for... Um, a class that Aiden's taking for biochem, woot woot. which is pretty fun. <laughs> um, but like outside of classes, I'm uh, I'm uh, what's it called? I'm a pharmacy technician. I forgot what my job title was for a second. Um, and so I'm I'm a supervisor. So it's pretty cool. But I'm pretty involved, like in and outside. Yeah, where are your pharmacy technician? Like, where do you do that? CVS. Oh yeah. Do you want to do like, mm-hmm. do you want to do like pharmacy? Cause I know we can go, you know, let's go, let's jump right to it because I know you wanted to go. To yeah, go school. for it. We'll, we'll hop right into it. Cause I know you want to go I to do. school. Correct? So <laughs> yes, or DO. Or DO. Okay. So hang on. Can you, can you expand on that a little bit? What's a DO? I don't know what that is. Sure. Um, so a DO and MD are two kind of trains of like um, thought, I guess you could say like there's two different paths that you can go down when you want to be a physician. Um, so medical doctor and MD is like the more traditional path. Um, DOs are considered less traditional, um, but both are pretty well-trained physicians. They do pretty much the same thing. Most people don't even know if they're doctors or a DO or an MD. The only difference is that um, DOs, like, I guess like one of the main differences is that they have this traditional like, holistic approach. And they also have um, something called an OMT, which is Osteopathic manipulative therapy. I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for. It's been a while since I've done my research, but um, they usually focus more on like the muscular system. So they um, can kind of incorporate that in their like field of medicine. When they practice medicine, they use your body more. Um, I'm pretty sure the stat, one of the stats I read was like they have 500 more hours when it comes to like learning about the muscular system and the anatomy. Oh, wow. Um, so that like is just a pretty cool tool to have underneath my belt in addition to like my medical abilities. Um, mm. so that's like one of the things that like really interested me. So that's why I kind of want to go DO. 
So I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know if I missed it. So is the schooling different? So like there's med school and then is there separate separate schooling for DL? Yeah, so there's two separate like, um, there's cool. two separate schools. So like PCOM is one DO school around here, Pennsylvania College of Osteopathic Medicine, but then Temple would be like a medical school. Mm -hmm. um, so you apply to like two, the two different like circuits, I guess you could. Mm -hmm. And how did you like know, like you were like, yeah, I want to go be a doctor. Was this something that you've always kind of been building or like, was this like a, I don't know. Um, like, I guess it's like, I guess it's like the cliche that I want to help people, but it's kind of like putting your finger on what exactly, like how you want to help people. Um, so like something that I kind of tell people like a little bit, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but like when I was younger, um, <laughs> when I was younger, like one, the one thing that I think about, like when I think about like my earliest like thoughts of being a doctor is when I was younger, um, when my parents would go to Egypt or when I went to Egypt, we would pack our suitcases filled with like vitamins, like first aid kits, like band-aids. And at the time I didn't understand like why we would bring that and like not a, like things that you could get exclusively in America because I just assumed that they had the same things that we did. Um, and then when I got older, like, and I processed everything, I saw that there was like a difference in healthcare and it just was like, okay, well, this is a problem. Like people like shouldn't be dealing with this. This is an issue. Mm -hmm. um, so I always wanted to be like involved in medicine from then on. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like where I fell in that like line no that's incredible um don't we get like a lot of our medicine from china like is that true like there's not a lot of our medicine there's not a lot of homegrown medicinal uses here in america correct is that true for men making it um <laughs> i don't know the answer to that and i don't want to like answer that um that's fair enough. Like, i, I think it. i think you are correct but yeah. i could be wrong like oh. i know a lot of manufacturers that we receive are like not america Hmm. Manufacturers, American manufacturers. Well, actually, like, well, good. <laughs> way. So, what goes into like studying that? Do you have to study like pharmacology? Then would you have to study like that kind of stuff? Or um, no. So I study to take the MCAT, and the MCAT actually doesn't really have a lot of like. I guess it has the most basic concepts of pharmacology, but I have never like sat there and studied. Mm -hmm. I know things, but just from working at CVS. But like, mm -hmm. um, the MCAT is just pretty much like testing you kind of like the SAT would test you it tests you more of like your thinking and your critical skills more than like co like concepts yeah I yeah yeah I, I good thing I don't take the MCATs because yeah uh, I would fail they actually just <laughs> they waived I don't know I got like listen I'm not afraid to say this I think I got like 1100 on my SAT maybe like 10 like a thousand standardized like, tests are very difficult they're <laughs> not my strong suit like thank god and you're a really smart guy so like <laughs> thank you. That, shouldn't, that shouldn't mean anything to anybody yeah i know but i i mean i look back and i just i laugh at it now because it's like you know because right now they're starting to wave like gres and like mcats and even sats and acts like i know like people that are applying to college they're starting to wave it now and thank god because it's so stupid um yeah i mean i understand like the purpose like just to like standardize everything and make sure like like if you have a 4.0 at like one college and say it's like a really easy college, but you have like a 3.2 at another college, but it was really difficult. Like you need something to like balance that out. But I mean, I'm not the, like a, an expert on this stuff, but I don't think that standardized testing is the way to go. Yeah, neither. I mean, I'm not an expert either. I think 
if you have a lot of a lot of leadership positions, I think too. And honestly, letters of recommendation, I think, are like the way to go anyway. The strongest, yeah, for sure. Suits, but um, but yeah. Well, I, I hope you like do well at med school. I already know you will because you're really smart. <laughs> You know, Thank you. I hope so. downplay it, but I know you're intelligent. Aw, uh, thanks. <laughs> All right, so I want to hop into this a little bit. So Go for research. it. Let's, let's hop into a little bit of research. So I know I know last year you were doing something with biochem, I think. Was it nagging gas? Yeah. I'm sorry? Were you doing research with nagging gas or mystery? Dr. nagging gas, yeah. Both okay. for flies, so I guess you could say oh, either gosh. or. Um, I did go to mystery one time when I did have a mental breakdown over my gel not coming off my um, membrane correctly, but it's during, okay. <laughs> wait, during research or during like lab? Uh, during research. Oh, we doing, I was doing Western blots and the, with the transfer from the gel to the membrane, it just wasn't transferring. And I was like, oh my God, I'm having a mental breakdown. This is the end of research. <laughs> well, good thing you stuck with it because it's not the end of the world looking back now. No. <laughs> I want to, I want to, well, cause I, I had um, Dr. Nagengas before. And so I'd actually like to hear from the student perspective about, cause I think you worked on the summer of 2019. So this is a year ago, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. So, do you want to, like, you want to start with like what exactly you did and then like why that research was like important? Yeah. So can I back up just a little bit and say yeah. how I got involved? Yeah, absolutely. yeah of course. Um, so diabetes is like a really big issue in america like this is me being very broad um but it's also something that hits home for me so something that was really interesting to me um and then one of my classes that i was taking at the time we were talking about genetics and like um the genetics like disposition of like you can inherit like certain traits um and one of the things that like we didn't really touch upon was like if you can like how you transmit like the genetic components for diabetes Mm. Um, so like that was just something that was in my head. And then I had to take research methods with Dr. Leung. And in that class, what we had to do was like, do like a hypothetical like research and then make an experiment and then like explain how you would do it kind of thing. And then my question that I had was like, okay, well, can you use, like, can you do certain things to a fruit fly to mimic like type one diabetes so mm. that you can study the genetic components of that and mimic it towards a human model because I'm sure you've heard like from other people like that that line like fruit flies and humans share so many genes so when you do they're really good genetic models for any diseases that are human related yeah I think um, it's like 86 percent of the genome is like pretty similar to humans which is pretty remarkable so while they're not perfect they'll definitely give you a good like estimate of like what yeah and they're cheap they're really good, like, they're really good models just to get some basic data and basic understanding. Um, I definitely killed lots of flies. Well, I don't think um, it's an eyebrow over flies, so. <laughs> if you're a fly enthusiast, we're sorry, but we're killing a bunch of flies here, so. For real. Sue me. It's in the name of science, so it's okay. Um, so then I so went you're studying to the genetics. Yeah, okay. So you're studying, the, you're looking at the genetics of the flies. Um, and then Dr. Nagengas comes along, correct? Yeah, so I knew that she did research with fruit flies and I was like, you know what, this is a question that I wanna take beyond the classroom, beyond my basic like research. So I went to her and asked her for more articles and she gave me articles to read and like research papers to annotate and kind of like, I met with her a few times and I was like, you know, like I kind of wanna do this. Like I kind of wanna do this. Um, 
in lab. So her and I kind of, what we ended up doing was a little bit of what I wanted to do. Like we had um, like this in, what is the class? Dr. Mystery's class. Um, they were like the kids that were in her class generated this mutation um, mm. and it's called Chico. So it was in this fruit fly line um, and Chico means little boy in Spanish. And so that actually ended up coinciding with my research a little bit. So I kind of ended up taking that project over. I was, I took their flies that they generated with this mutation and looked at their phenotypes, like what was different about them. Um, so Chico was involved with like the insulin receptor. So it did have like a contribution to my research. Mm -hmm. um, so in the lab, like it was just me and Dr. Nangas for most of it. Um, and we did like, I did a bunch of techniques that you actually ended up doing like in upper level biochem classes. And I've also done techniques that people haven't done before, like sonicating, which is like using sound waves to break up the fruit flies. So like I did a lot of cool things. Also dissected fat bodies off of fruit flies. That's hard. <laughs> Aren't they like the size of like my fingernail? So how did you dissect that fly? Literally not even. Um, we put it in PBS and okay. it kind of like, it's kind of like um What's PBS? made it look like it was thip, uh, it's, it's, it's like a solution it kind of makes it look like it's in like a glycerol kind of thing just okay. to make it like hold the powder really, really sharp and really tiny and we use a special microscope um dr nanga said that if i played video games i'd be better at it but i don't play video games huh? <laughs> i wasn't really good at it um, but it was really difficult. You basically just like rip off the fat part of the the fruit fly. Okay, so let me let me like try and break this down a little bit, just so I'm following along and other viewers mm -hmm. are following along too. So, you wanted to study the genetic makeup of the diabetes within fruit flies. That's like the original. Pro that's what your original mm -hmm. idea was, right? And was that like not feasible, like just the spec of like the timeline and like whatever, or like what was the issue with that? I had such a broad question oh, okay. that we needed to center it down. And oh. it just happened to be like a, a huge coincidence that this mutation was also in the same pathway that I was looking at. Mm -hmm. So we ended up just running with those flies because oh. it's hard to generate mutations like um, that are targeted to certain like parts of the genome. Mm -hmm. So like they were able to target, a, well, it was kind of like by accident, but it was really helpful for our research. So in Dr. Mystery's lab group, you got a bunch of flies from them that had a mutation. What was that mm -hmm. mutation? Like what was the, what was mutated about them? They had a mutation in their Chico gene, which made them really small. Oh. And that's because they didn't have as much fat as the regular flies because obesity uh -huh. is linked with diabetes hmm. it's the same kind of pathway it all contributes to whether so it was it like or was it like the opposite then so they so these these mutated flies had the chico gene which made them smaller mm -hmm. okay and you and okay so then you took that so what did you study about that did you just take apart their genome or like um what? so I, I dissected their fat bodies okay. um and we used that to run western bots to detect different proteins that were Available. Mm. Um, I don't remember the name of the proteins at this point, <laughs> but okay. yeah, so 
it was just like different proteins that were in the pathway, like the insulin pathway. Okay. And so what did you find? Like, so you took these flies, you conducted some Western plots, uh, blots or is it plots or blots? Is it with a B or a Blots with a B. <laughs> okay. So you did Western blots, which is a technique that biochemists use to basically figure out what proteins are there, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you did that. So what did you find? Like, you don't have to name the specific proteins if you don't remember, but like, what did you, what was the conclusion of this? Um, we found significant differences between the amount of fat that was on these Chico mutants and um, ones like wild type ones, like the regular common fly. Um, so like a future directions would be like to like look at different parts of the, like to look at these proteins under like different views. Mm -hmm. um, and then we would have also like generated more flies to do more testing on this because um, from what I remember, we had like a pretty high standard deviation, which suggests variation within the data. So we would have done more samples to see like how accurate our results were. So there, so your data wasn't as credible as it could be, right? If you did, mm -hmm. so for those who don't, for those who like who aren't like kind of following, basically when you have more samples, this is, this is actually an, an, like an analytical technique from chemistry. The more samples that you mm -hmm. have, the more credible your data because you alleviate you you would alleviate the amount of randomness that, that that could correspond and so you don't have any doubt in your data so okay so you had you so how many flies did you like dissect like how many flies did you look at do you remember i don't i want to say around 30 but also i have like really no idea so even on the high end like it took a lot of time though okay let's say, even say on the high end like 100 like I feel like a hundred flies still isn't even enough. Like you need to go like thousands of flies if you really want to look at like this kind of data, but that's interesting though. It's also like the purification techniques that we use because you do take these fat bodies and you're trying to detect the proteins on it. So like the, we tried different protocols to see which one was most effective and it was like boiling and like um, heat denaturing these like samples. And mm -hmm. it was just like a lot of like trial and error, but the, we did it over summer. So it wasn't like we had so much time to do different things well what i what i find most interesting about this whole thing is that you had a question from lecture and then you said mm -hmm. so i'm just going to bring it to the lab and then you actually did something with it so that's really cool thanks did you see like um how, how should i phrase this like so what was like your favorite part about it like what was like your what was your favorite part about the research and like what was like the most annoying part Mm, the annoying part would be the Western blots. Um, you don't know this because you you're not. You had the breakdown? Well, yeah, that was when I had the breakdown. But <laughs> also, I probably did like like 45 Western blots. Okay, that's an exaggeration, but a lot of Western blots. And if you know anything about Western blots, they take seven years to run. Like, they take forever. It's horrendous. And they're so, like, error prone. There's so many things that could go wrong. Mm -hmm. um like if you get heat or not heat air bubbles in your like western bot as it's running with the electrical current the electrical current will run through the air bubbles and you mess up your whole thing oh. so it's just like it's like set it up say a prayer and hope it works say you know a prayer. that way is that in your report you just said a prayer i think that was part of your report. was that part of your report just say a prayer is that what you put in your report when you wrote it up that was my personal like routine like that's uh, what i did <laughs> That's in your procedure. That was in your written procedure to say. Yeah, it's my protocol in my in my lab <laughs> notebook. 
Um, what was your favorite part? That was my least favorite. My favorite part was that, like, I was able to do it on my own. I could say I was doing the research. Like, I'm always, um, it's kind of, like, rare to be able to do something one-on-one with a professor, mm-hmm. especially doing research like that. So I thought that was, like, super cool. Um, and it made me feel really proud of myself because I was able to manage it myself. Yeah, but that's like thank god for dr nangas i'm pretty sure she blocked my number after that summer because it was it was a lot of like um how long do i have this gel run like what do i do that's okay honestly because i remember like the first time i did research with dr baston and like i was like oh god like what am i doing like i was like dr baston how do i do thin layer chromatography and i was like sweating and it was like was, yeah like, it's cold, like, lots of cold sweat <laughs> like not a big deal at all like literally like no it's because we're all students we're all learning yeah we're all learning we all got to start somewhere you know mm-hmm. but good for you so um i know you're, i know you're currently not doing the research but is, did anyone else like pick up your project afterwards are there still like or is it still is it on like a, the back burner right now i think it's on the back burner um dr nine got some sabbatical i know she did research with i think michaela um and then the COVID hit and i worked more at cvs than i had time to contribute to some research and I was also studying for the MCAT so I just do rest some research again yeah I know, so, I know yeah. COVID-19 like really screwed up a lot of things but um it did it knocked us off our game but we're resilient people so hey man either you can you know do nothing during COVID or you can be resilient and be adaptable and you know figure it out you know but it's your choice yeah I guess. it's your choice mm-hmm. so looking back now so so we're both seniors right um is there anything you would have like done differently? Like, do you, as you look back, is like, like, like is there anything like you regret? Maybe something you wish you pursued? Um, I don't like to say I regret anything, but no. one thing I highly regret um, is not asking questions early enough. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of like, specifically, I'm referring to Gen Chem. Chemistry is not my strong suit. I do like biochemistry, but yeah, this is like at you right now. <laughs> like I just don't like him. Um, but I didn't ask questions soon enough in Gen Chem. Um, I could have asked for help. I could have gotten tutoring, but I didn't utilize my resources until the very end. And then, I mean, I obviously like now I know what to do next time. Hopefully, there's not going to be next time. Hopefully, I never have to see chemistry again in my life. But yeah, that was probably my biggest regret. <laughs> She's really broad, though. Everyone, like, craps on chemistry, but Gen Chem is one of the harder... No, subjects. just Gen Chem. Like, yeah. Orgo was fine. Orgo was fine. But Gen Chem's, like, kind of hard. I mean, it, it weeds Very. out... It weeds out the people... Like, weeds out the weak links, though. I remember, like, my freshman year, we had, like... We almost had, like, 40 students, and then it cut to, like... Yeah. Like, 20... There was, like, no one left. So, you know... <laughs> Either you can handle the math or you can't, I guess, in Gen Chem, but, you know, that's what it is. So what is it about, like, what is it about, like, biology and, like, like biochem that, like, that you enjoy the most? Like, you just, like, see it? Or, like... like it clicks. About? Like, I guess it clicks more than chem. Um, but funny. also, like, I'm, like, a, a huge, huge nerd, and I'm already expecting lots of backlash for this comment, but, like, I use bio, and I think about bio all the time. Like, when I'm washing my hands, I'm like, oh, this soap is disrupting my hydrophobic, like, like I'm a nerd. And like, it just all makes sense to me. And I can see biology in my everyday life more than I can see. I mean, I guess I can see physics and I guess I can see science all the time, but like, 
biology is like for me that's my core mm. yeah i mean i see that too because like first of all there's nothing wrong being a nerd like <laughs> nerds, <laughs> nerds literally run the world like for real yeah i was Thank never you. i was never afraid I need that ego boost. yeah i was literally never afraid to admit like i was big into science like in high school especially like i wasn't afraid I mean, look at you now. You got a podcast and a YouTube channel. Like this is I'll good. Try I mean, like I only put these out. I don't even put these out for like any monetary use. Like I'm literally just putting these out for anyone that's like curious about science and like, and for my own interest. Honestly, like I put I bring mm-hmm. people on here just like, just to see what they're doing. Like I don't even like literally no other reason, and I just figure out <laughs> with everyone else. So, I, this podcast is an excuse for you to talk to people. It's a COVID's hitting you hard. Quarantine's just really difficult for you. <laughs> I would have done this. Listen, I would have done this if COVID weren't a thing. Like, I probably would have done it. Um, and, but I wasn't going to let COVID stop me because it won't. It already tried. But I defeated it like seven weeks ago. So Good. Yeah. yeah so this virus has got nothing on me. It really tried with me. But um, <laughs> what, what's, uh, what's some of your, like, your favorite moments here, Widener? My favorite moments would definitely be doing research. Um, I did. I was part of the summer research, like with Hannah. I was part of the summer research program with Hannah, um, and we actually lived together that summer. So that was pretty cool. I would have never had that opportunity if I didn't take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing would just be presenting at the symposium. Mm-hmm. I got um, an award for my research to help pay for transportation to go to like fly meetings they call it fly meetings we're literally nerds um but like they're different conferences like around the country but because of covid like a lot of them are virtual so it's not like a big deal anymore but that would be really fun i mean you're not traveling but it's still a big deal to present you know because i think presenting your research gives you an extra edge and like it makes you a better like public speaker and like Honestly, like when you do presentations, sure. when you do presentations, it like reinforces what you already know. You know what I mean? It makes you think about like things in a different way, I guess. So, you know, you only understand something if you can explain it back like three times. So, yeah, for sure. And like what I've noticed is people aren't like like asking about your research or like anyone's research to like harp on you. Like they're asking questions just because they're genuinely curious. You know. So, mm-hmm. anything that you like, what do you like? What mark do you want to leave here at White University? Like, what, what kind of like legacy like would you like to leave here? Mm, I guess uh, that's a hard question, Amy. I know. I'm, um, I'm I guess like character based. Okay. Like, yes, school's all about academics, but at the end of the day, I am not the same person that I walked like walked in as. Mm. Um, my character is completely changed. So. I would hope that people would remember me as like a good person with a bubbly personality, pretty much pessimistic all the time, but I hope I made somebody laugh along the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> I Listen, people were struggling Orgo 2. I'll never forget that semester. We were in the library for hours doing Orgo 2, like test, like practice exams. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was having mental breakdowns, but I was like, y'all are going to be fine. And look, look at you now, like you're fine. So, yeah. If anything else, don't get phased by testing exams. Everyone's going to be fine. So what, what's, what's some advice that you give to like um, now future students, like students coming behind you, or just like advice in general? Ask questions. I wouldn't have done research if I didn't ask the question. I wouldn't have gotten this far 
in my programs if I didn't ask questions. A lot of people are afraid of judgment. This is college. We're all in the same boat. You ask the question. There's, I guarantee you there's someone with the same exact question. Someone's got more questions. Someone's always got more questions too. Yeah. Hmm. No one ever like gets it right away. Like for sure. Like no, you need to ask questions because yeah, like you said, like no one in the room is understanding what's going on. Trust me. Yeah. I mean, everyone's learning. I mean, I guess like after your intro classes, everyone's learning things for the first time. Everyone's seeing it. Yeah. Like, so go to office hours, go to your professors, like make friends with the TAs. Like you're good. Like, ask questions not for sure for sure actually sometimes i just go to office hours just to like hang out with the professor i don't even like i don't even have questions i'll just go and just go chill i mean they're humans too right they need interactions <laughs> yeah no like and people think yeah people think that they're, they're like robots or something and like they just they love they love like um you know being on zoom and they love like doing all this stuff and giving us work like no they don't like trust me they don't yeah just as much they as don't. so be kind be generous that's my advice be grateful mm-hmm. i don't know well mary i want to say thank you for hopping on here like it was really cool to talk to of you. of course thank, thank you. you for the interrogation, interrogation? <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> there's Miriam's like that was pretty well done. we're coming out there it is right there no, no, but seriously, though, I know I appreciate it. I know the viewers out here, we appreciate it. We appreciate you. Keep working hard. Thanks. You're going to do great in med school, Miriam. Trust me. Aw, uh, thanks. And you will in grad school, right? Yep. We're looking at grad school right now. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But already, Miriam, I want to say thank you. Um, if you like the content, please like and subscribe, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>